We're here. I think we're here. I'm looking at the wrong uh, wrong no, monitor. We're here. We're definitely here, mate. We, we, we've got better. a monitor up there. Jeez, uh, we've opened this up a little bit now, haven't we? Goodness look, me. How good does it look? Looks good. Looks really good. You look good. Thank you. You look good. Thank you. I feel no. good. Uh, this this looks good. This feels good. The mics are gone. Um, we have lapels. It's quite fancy, professional and fancy. Uh, we've got our, our coffee table in front of us. Um, we've got the screen up behind us, which is showing pictures of our patrons. Oh! So bloody good. Thank you so much to everybody that signed up to our Patreon so far. So I think our very, very first Patreon was... Star Saber. Star Saber. So we need a standing ovation for Star Saber. Because our, our very first, our very first Star Saber, we love you. Thank you so much. Uh, just sensational stuff. We're very excited. Um, I have my Patreon app right here, my friend, and I am going to call them out because the very first thing that we should do here at Game on Australia is we should say hello and, and give thanks um, to the great people who really dig deep, dig into their pocket to support Game on Australia. So uh, as we mentioned, um, Star Saber, uh, welcome aboard. Star Saber is in the middle tier, so thank you so much. We really appreciate that. You Obviously into the draw for the Elite Trainer Box. And I did see Star Saber in the Discord and in Twitch last week mm. saying, oh boy, do I want that Elite Trainer she Box. She did. I think she was very disappointed when other people started signing up. I mean, we were very, very happy. Very happy, very yeah. excited, because that's what we want. We want to create an incredible, huge community and do amazing things. And, and your pledges certainly happen, uh, help with that. Um, Drifter and Firestorm at a beginner's level. We appreciate that. Thank you so much, guys. Welcome aboard. And White Monkey in the top tier. Ooh. Yes, the Erk's expert level, which means uh, he is going to get himself a cheeky bit of exclusive merch. Goa merch uh, at some point as well. That design's coming through from our good friend and member of the community, Dune Hagar, uh, who has done a lot of designs for us. So looking forward to that. It's an absolute ripper. It's going to pop. <laughs> and also uh, tonight, so both Simi and Gamma are in. They are definitely, and they were here while I was playing the game, while, while we were just, I was warming up the crowd, you know, like you get the pre-show. Yes, of course, you did yeah. a pre-show, that's amazing, yeah. yeah. That's it, so I just played, I came, you know, I came this close to finishing Super Mario World in that time. Did I you was, really? I was literally in Bowser's castle when you banged on the You're door. You're joking? Yeah. Super Mario World? Yeah, because you go through the Star Road and you come out, and it's, you know, it's nice mm. and Right, okay, alright, so, uh, so here we are. Um, welcome to this. It is, oh, it's International Women's Day. It is. Uh, as well. So, hello to all of the legendary women who follow and check out Game on Australia and are staying with us. Part of our community as well. We appreciate We love you. Uh, I think and, th there's, uh, there's one uh, woman that I would like to point out, and that's Skittles. So Skittles. She has, oh, she hey, has Mama. Shown up. <gasps> is Skittles here? Skittles, Skittles is in our oh. chat. She's been in our Discord today as well. Skittles? Mom! Where have you been? Oh, Ma, I miss you so much, Mum. Um, so, yes, very good. It's amazing. It's good to see you, Mum. Uh, what are we catching up with tonight? So, we're obviously going to play, we're going to play a bit of uh, Metroid Prime. Metroid Prime Remastered. I picked it up over the weekend. I've been playing it. Yep. I, um, and so, we'll get you to run through a bit of it later on for the bloody good game of the week, thanks okay. to Aussie Broadband. Can I just say, I am just champing at the bit. I am champing at the bit to dive into this game. I really am. Um, because for me, Metroid Prime was my, oh my God, where has Metroid been my entire life game? Um, of course, I've played Metroid over the years and that's great. It was fun. But Metroid Prime um, was just a, it was an absolute masterpiece. It was, you know, if you, if you blew through it, it was 18 hours. If you took your time, it was close to 30, mm -hmm. which, was, which was a monster game. Um, ah, Grumpy Goron, read my Prime review over on Game on Australia. There exactly. you go. Yes, Grumpy. And also Simi, 58 months uh, subscribing to us here on Twitch as well. So Amazing. Patreon and also here on Twitch. 58 months. That's, that's a lot. Bruh. I, mean, I think our second longest sub only beaten out by Sticks, who I think Just. hit 60 months the other. Just. Like yeah. yeah. Just. Uh, um, so yes, we'll do that a little bit later on this stream. We will, thanks to Aussie Broadband for our bloody good game of the week there. 
Uh, but we're going to quickly touch on uh, the Game Expo. Mm. So that's going to happen this weekend in uh, Melbourne, the 11th and 12th of March, just there. And uh, we don't want to talk about it too much because we did talk about it a fair bit last week, and we talked. Well, we a little potted bit. it last week, didn't we? Yeah, and I must must admit, I've gone away and I've thought about it because I've spent. I must admit, I've spent a lot of this week trying to find info on what's happening there, and I've come to the conclusion that it has been marketed completely wrong right or if okay. it hasn't if, if they never intended it to be this and they haven't marketed it this way they also haven't done anything to set people right is this because you're actually like me uh, starting to see now that what we're, we're it's it's the 8th of March we're three uh, days away from this three day. days yeah. and we're finally starting to see a, an unfailing of what it is that's actually going to be there because that was our gripe last week yeah. our gripe last week was guys this is great you've been banging on about it for ages but it's Info coming soon. It's all a big secret. Oh, there will be a reveal very soon. And now we're starting to see the trickle, and I think I know where you're coming from. Because mm. to me, it, it was kind of market... Well, at least the expectations at the beginning were that they were going to have game devs there, and they were going to, to show off some, some newer games and Australian games and stuff like that. But really... And I guess we probably shouldn't have been surprised because the guys that do BAM, who um, run incredible fighting game tournaments, yep. uh, are heavily involved in this. And if you have a look, a lot of the tournaments have been up on their website for a long time. But we were kind of expecting some things and announcements around, well, I was, about who was going to be there, what devs were going to be there, who was going to be presenting things. And well, it, it presented very much like yeah. a... I mean, the game expo... You know, and the way that it was being spoken about, uh, and I suppose maybe we took a little bit of license. Maybe us as the audience took a little bit of license yeah, in terms of... But they also didn't correct us. Either. I know, granted, yeah. right, but we took a bit of license in terms of whenever you hear game and expo together, you think packs, right? Yeah. You think, you think like, uh, video game uh, devs are going to be there, independent devs, the big ones, your AAAs, um, there's going to be tabletop, and there's going to be all that sort of stuff, and merch and so on and so forth. So... I mean, we, I suppose we sort of took license and assumed, but yeah, didn't really lead us down the garden path of, no, 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 this is actually what it is. Yeah, and, and in fairness, it looks like it's going to be a really amazing weekend of tournaments. There yeah. are so many games being played this weekend, and, and I'm kind of excited to see it, but it is definitely not what I think everybody thought it was. Yeah, so it's a tournament expo, mm. basically. Yeah. Um, but if it's, you know, if, if BAM has got a, and the people behind BAM, uh, have got their hand in it, then it is going to be good. Mm. And keep an eye on GameOnOz.com because um, a lot of our team are going to be heading to Game Expo for it as exactly. well. Exactly. So, yeah, out. I think I think it, if understanding what it is, it's going to be a great weekend of, of competition. So if you're in Melbourne, definitely get down and, and have a look at it. Hanji. Cool. So this one um, came up, and I've realised that I haven't zoomed in on this, so I don't even know if I can now. But... Um, so basically, there was a story that popped up on my Twitter feed this week. So you've heard of Untitled Goose Game, right? I have. Ma house, house. Yeah, Melbourne Devs right there. It exploded. And it was just such uh, a simple game. Not only did it explode, but it topped the UK charts mm. for about five weeks. Yeah. That's huge. Just, yeah. It was just, it was fun being a bit of a mongrel. It's a, a fucking goose, goose yeah. walking around being a goose. Yeah. Um, but an interesting story came out from the devs uh, on Twitter this week where they said that they didn't get it on Apple Arcade because it got refused the first time mm. because the guy assessing it couldn't work out how to skip the opening cutscene. Right. That was the reason that they gave the first time for rejecting it. That hurts me in my soul. It really does, because any gamer worth their salt would just sit there mashing the keyboard until they found the right button to skip. Right, okay. And it turns out it's a, you hit the space bar, which is not exactly low on the list of buttons that I would press to try and skip a cutscene. No, but I mean, I mean let's, let's be completely honest with you. The, the whole, like, I, we couldn't work out how to skip a, a cutscene, what are you doing? Like, yeah. I, I, like, I mean, you know, you hit a few buttons, but there's, there's the standard buttons that you go for, right? Like mm. you mentioned, the space bar or the escape bar mm. or, you know, I don't know if it's like control shift or something like that. But there's a, there's a good two or three buttons that you know, generally, this is what's going to allow me to skip this cutscene. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, let's, let's like put a big line through Apple to begin with there. Mm. But you, you were mentioning to me that they came around again. They gave them another go. That's it. So House House submitted the game again and it got rejected again. 
The story I was reading didn't mention the reason for the second time, but they've basically just gone, you know what, we're going we're gonna to get this on Steam, we're going to get this on consoles, we're going to get this everywhere else. We don't need Apple Arcade and just went, screw you guys, we're going to take our, our bat and ball and go to other places. I don't have the figures, um, and I, you know, there'd be a bit of sort of digging to go and have a bit of a look. Hey, Charlie Golf. Uh, but um, it would be interesting to see just how much of an impact Apple Arcade has on a title, mm. right? Now, the, the other thing, you know, Apple, the interesting thing about Apple is that Apple Arcade, they've got so many of their own sort of games, their own first-party mm. IPs. Yeah. Um, so, I don't know, maybe that was a hand in it. It just sounded like, sounded like maybe they got the wrong person on the wrong day. Mm. Uh, and I would also love to know if this was early on in the piece before House House took off. Because surely, like if House House has exploded and they're, they're coming to you and going, hey, we want to put this game on your platform, you're putting it on your platform. It's, mm. a, it's a massive game. Yeah. It's everywhere. People are knowing it should not not be on your platform. So it would be interesting to know if they actually approached Apple before the game took off or if it was afterwards. Mm. So it, it is an interesting one because I think that like the the this game did kind of it hit and everybody was loving it. Like the, every streamer and his dog were playing this game on yeah. Twitch, and it was just so much fun. And I don't get why, if you even were paying a modicum of attention to what was going on, that you would say no to this, mm. especially for such something so blatantly simple. And you know, the resubmission went press spacebar to skip the cutscene, and then it still got rejected anyway. Yep. It was just like. Yeah. I, s I suppose we'll never know because they're too busy battling Epic Games and Fortnite in court oh, yeah. uh, <laughs> at the moment. So Still. And um, I, uh, I have it on good information, by the way, as a good friend of mine mm -hmm. has a friend of his. I hate those stories that happen to a friend of a friend of mine. Um, but has a friend of his who is working on the case oh, wow. for Apple versus Epic. And but had, like has just mentioned okay. it. Okay, I, just I, some I, things going. Uh, oh, it's just another world straight jacket. I, I, I know it is, but like this is making big headlines, and and Epic were prepared for that because they had that whole 1984 freaking um, video done up. Well, I forget. It wasn't 1980, like, but some like. Yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah. It was. It was epic, and it was Fortnite. And yeah, yes, very like much how, where he runs into the, the cinema, the, yeah, and, and he ditches the <laughs> the axe at the screen, yeah. and yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and it's just that. like you go, no, because for for those that that aren't aware of what was happening or have forgotten, because it was a long time ago that this kicked off. Basically, Epic and Fortnite were pissed off that Apple would take a thirty percent cut of anything sold through the App Store on on the iPhone. Mm. And Google is the same. It's not different. The only... only That's your... 30% is your industry standard. Yeah. Every, like, Steam takes 30%. Like, they, they, mm. it's your industry standard. Yeah. So this, for, for Epic, this was not about making things better for gamers, which is what they were purporting it to do. This is all about them wanting to have that 30% back in their pocket. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. But yeah, so that was that was uh, that's going to be another interesting thing to see how how that that comes along. Um, oh, the BAFTA nominations! Are we doing BAFTA nominations I, or are we doing Mario I'm, Kart first? I I am not prepared for BAFTA. Um, I have no idea. So the the the. I really, I mean, really, all we care about is best game, right? Okay, well, like, I mean, like, don't get me wrong. Like, there, like, there's a. If you go down the list here, mm. so you can't see this on Twitch right now, but we've got another screen here, and we're just sort of flicking through things as we speak. Oh, there you go. Okay, we can see the list. So if we go down, animation. I mean, these are all wonderful things. Animation, artistic achievement, audio achievement. Let's keep going. There's best game, British game, debut game, evolving game, family, game design, game beyond entertainment, multiplayer music. Keep going. Narrative, original property. There's a, you know, there's, there's like this is, right. This is just all the usual sort of a lot of things that if it was broadcast on television, would be in the ads. Yeah. Right. The I'm, the I'm, one that we want to know is we we want to know game design, and we want to know best game, and I, I probably at a stretch want to know multiplayer. All right. Well, let's let's have a look at best game. See what's been nominated to begin with. Let's go. Uh, oh, Cult of the Lamb. Has been nominated. Cult of the Lamb has not, been nominated. Not surprised there. That is fantastic. Uh, Can we just say congratulations to Cult of the Lamb? Massive monster. Well done. So good. 
Um, Australian studio. Yep. They were at PAX last year. They are absolutely killing it. Yeah, I went to a panel with one of the um, one of the devs from Massive Monster on there. It was all because the um, Cold of the Lamb was published by Devolver. Uh -huh. So the panel was how to pitch to Devolver. Yeah, and Listening okay. to them, not just them, but um, Team Wibby who made a game called... Uh, Phantom Abyss. Yep, uh, they were there as well. And this is one hundred percent a Devolver game, though, isn't oh, it? it? I is. mean, it like, is. like this it is, really is. absolutely knowing Devolver and Devolver's love of this particular sort of aesthetic. This is one hundred percent a Devolver um, game. I'm also not sure if this is a winner or not. But definitely nominated. Hang on, let me have a look. Oh, are you getting? Are you getting up and close to the screen? Oh, here we go. It, it does actually tell us. So. Um, Cult of the Lamb, Elden Ring, God of War, Ragnarok, Marvel Snap, Stray, and Vampire Survivor. Okay, so all pretty much like, like yeah. what Vampire Survivor? Yeah, so that was, it um, was kind of an a, a bullet hell sort of a game, but it went mad on on stream streams for a while. It was a pretty popular little indie type game. Yeah, I've got to have a look at this game. Did you say Bullet Hell? Uh, yeah, it's kind of bullet hell, so it's like a top-down... I'm frothing bullet hells at yeah. the moment. Well, this one, like, it, it's kind of a little bit roguelite as well, so you go through and you get upgrades and you've got different weapons that do things and will circle around yeah, you okay. and, and kill... I'm not sure if you're the vampire and you're trying to survive, if you're trying to survive the vampires, I'm not 100% on that, but yep. yeah, it does look pretty, pretty cool, pretty fun. Right. Uh, um, so that was, what was that? That was best game. Best game. Okay, uh, let's go oh, to... I, uh, yep, uh, best game and... So we're going down... Let's go to game design. I wonder if this is studios or games that get nominated. Cult of the Lamb again. Cult of the Lamb, uh, yeah. Elden Ring, God of War, Ragnarok, Horizon Forbidden West, Tunic. I'm happy to see Tunic in there. Oh, Tunic! Yeah. Huh. Um, and Vampire Survivors again. Yeah, okay. Tunic. Tunic's an interesting one. I wonder if Vampire I, I, Survivor is a British game. I, I just got to check what's been nominated <sighs> for Best British Game because if it's in there... Uh, Tunic is a really interesting choice. I, I, find, I find Tunic hard to swallow. Tunic was good. Don't get me wrong, it was good. I enjoyed it. But I still don't feel like Tunic... Was it the level of the others that are nominated in that list? Oh, it was better than Stray. Yeah, but Stray... Okay, so this is the thing, right? Stray was, Stray was unique and it blew through the community, right? I don't think Tunic made as much of an impact. Uh, I, I think I, Tunic I, I was around for a bit, yeah. but I don't think it made as much of an impact. I, I will give you that, but I think... When, 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 when you're talking about what's the better game, I will 100% go into bat for Tunic. Mm. And, and I, I am with you as well, because it got to a point there where I got fed up with the game. Like, I, I got to the final boss fight and I didn't finish it. Yeah, okay. I just, really? Yeah. You got all the way to the final boss fight. Yeah, because, like, it, I got, got through the... F and it had a second phase, and then I went, oh, my God, I just spent, like, every, like, every little consumable uh, that I had getting I, it to there. Can and, I just yeah. say, um, second phases in bosses give me the shits. Mm. I, I'm not a fan of the second phase in a boss. I like maybe give me give me an extra hard mode. Like Wiz Pig in uh, on Nintendo 64 in Diddy Kong Racing. Mm. Right? You knocked him over the first time and then you had to then there was a hard mode that was revealed and you had to take him on in a hard mode. Yeah. It wasn't a second coming. I yeah, second I'm so, I'm just not a second phase kind of guy. Yeah. Gives me the shits. I've done me work. Now so, piss off and roll me the credits. Yeah. <laughs> so um, I was curious because Vampire Survivors was popping up a little bit in the BAFTA Awards and BAFTA is the British um, arts and film television something or other. Mm -hmm. So it's all, all UK stuff. And yes, Vampire Survivors was nominated in the Best British Game category. Right. So that's probably why it's showing up a fair bit more. Are you here. from London? Yeah. No, mate. I, I don't know. I don't know any other English accent. Sorry. That's it. That's they got. It. They got. They got so many. That's it, really. Um, and we're looking for. Uh, let's have a look at what uh, multiplayer game. Don't even know Cockney. I'm not 100 sure. Uh, oh, okay. So of course, Call of Duty's in there. Yep. Call of Duty: Modern Warfare, FIFA 23, which, given this is BAFTA, uh, that's yeah, to be expected. Mate, 100 percent. Yeah. yeah. Hang, hang, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. What, what's that? What else? I, is I just I need to double check that I've clicked on multiplayer. Yeah, yeah, because, I've clicked on multiplayer. Because the third game 
in multiplayer is Elden Ring. Well, it does have multiplayer. It does, but I wouldn't be classing that in the same category as all these, though. But it's you. But you know what? I. Uh, this is this is probably nominated purely for that guy that was going around like naked in the game and like beating up bosses. No, but you know what? I you know what? I I don't mind it. I don't mind it because it's it's multiplayer, but it's it's with a difference like it mm. and it and it works like to be able to call another player mm. from another realm into your realm to help you or to be able to take on another player in another realm like like and challenge them i i think yes we know the game for its solo player absolutely 100% know the game for its solo player whereas a call of duty call of duty's you know they they've got a these days, the campaigns are just an afterthought. Like, it's the oh, multiplayer yeah. that people are grabbing them for because that's the moneymaker for the company. But I admire the wherewithal to put Elden Ring in there because I actually think Elden Ring does multiplayer in its own universe incredibly well. Um, well, the other ones that rounded that out were Overwatch 2, Splatoon 3... And Ninja Turtle Shredder's Revenge. So I'm happy to see Shredder's Revenge. Shredder's in Revenge is good. It I, is. I think that's great. I think it's a great game. I think it's great to see all the players on the screen at one time. I think it's great to see a co-op game. Yeah. Like, I know Elden Ring is kind of co-op with the way the multiplayer works, but I'm, I'm happy to see, like, a purely co-op game. Everyone anyway. on the screen, sitting mm -hmm. down on the couch. I mean, like, that's, that is... I mean, that's our classic generation multiplayer, isn't it? Hell yeah. Um, now, mate, uh, like, can we move on to the, this... I don't know much about this story. I, you've, you've brought this story yeah. today and it fascinates me in the sense that I think by now we all know that if you're going to play a video game on your mobile phone, chances are they've put sticky shit into the game to try and get your money. Mm -hmm. But when you've got a story that's saying Mario Kart and gambling, that's when I start to get a little bit... Yeah. So I, um, oh, no. I should point out, like, th this came to my attention not because of Mario Kart, but it was sort of, I think it started as more a general study into how mobile games in particular are, are made to separate fools from their money, pretty much. Mm -hmm. uh, and the Mario Kart on tour was the one they used as an example. So going through it, there, there are things like... Um, they highlighted something that doesn't immediately seem to be bad. It's not good, but it's not inherently bad, you would think, in that you play against bots. You don't play against other people. Okay. It's all done against bots. Yeah, so we know um, that. But what they pointed to was the way the loading screen works. So you go in to get a game, and it kind of shuffles and searches like you're looking for people. And then it will load up and show the people that have the good stuff which you have to basically spend money on to get. Because certain tracks will have certain races that will be better on them, but you'll have to unlock them. And right, okay. Yeah, yeah and then yeah. it just yeah. it got very, very shifty. And I think anybody that's played Mario Kart on tour would have worked that out by now. But, but it's just, it, it annoys me how mobile games have become that. Like, it... The, the, and to have a property like Mario Kart in it, especially Yeah, that, that hurts yeah. because, because Nintendo's such a family IP. Mm. So, and in particular, Mario Kart. Like, when you think family getting around the, you know, the TV to play some video games, party games, Mario Kart comes to mind, right? Mm. And it has for generations. So, that, that hurts in that sense. Um, I, the... Are the, the, now, forgive me, because I haven't played much of Mario Kart on tour. I've played but, it like three races and went, this is shit. Okay. Playing it. So, <laughs> are, the, are, the, are the things that they're showing you that other players have, are they... No, they're not what other players have. They're what the bots in the game have. So, they've programmed so the bots. So, they're selling you yeah. stuff, right? Okay. Yeah. Are they cosmetic items or are they items to make your carts? Like, to, to change make, your stats? They're items to get car. better carts and better characters and... There will be one character in particular that will be the best at that course. And is there and is the only way to get them to buy them, Pretty or much. can you grind them? No, well, sort of. But there, there's a there's two in-game currencies. I forget what the most premium one is, the one where you can actually spend real dollars to get. But you can grind and get coins. 
but there is like a daily cap on how many coins you can get. Which yes, I do know that. I did very, play enough of it to yeah, know that, which I felt was interesting. That very much limits how much you can actually um, grind. Yeah. And I think it... it, it I'm, I was trying to remember the figures from the... Um, from the game, but yeah, well, from the story, but it is it is ridiculous amounts of coins that you would have to grind to to get to. Uh, yeah, okay. So the the basic premise is if you want to get better at this game and you want to do it fast. And by the way, here's a little carrot. See how that guy beats you because mm. he's got all this epic yeah. shit. Oh, he's a bot. Doesn't matter. Yeah. Um, you're gonna have to buy. Exactly. Hey, it's a hard one, isn't it? Because mm. I is I mean, is that gambling though? Like, is is, well, is it loot boxes that it, you're buying? Loot boxes that okay, you're so buying. it is gambling. Yeah. I, I right. Mm. Okay, so I I have nothing here other than other than fuck you, Nintendo. The you only fuckers. Good, the only good thing about it is they tell you the odds of winning the good stuff, and it's like point zero zero one. Which is which is shit. <laughs> which is shit. Like, but, don't. But at least you know how shit it is. I know, but that's still <laughs> shit. It's still shit that those are the odds. Is that by the way, before I do really commit to fucking Nintendo, is is it a Nintendo game or have Nintendo licensed their IP to a third party who's made the game? That I don't know. Where, I need um, to find out who who made Mario Kart on tour. Mario Kart on tour creator. Let's have a look. Uh, developed by Nintendo EPD and published by Nintendo for iOS and Android. Okay, so it's Nintendo. Okay, yeah. I, I, yep, I commit. It, Fuck you, Nintendo. Yeah. Anyway, That's looking true. forward to playing um, uh, Metroid Prime oh, yeah. Remastered tonight. <laughs> 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 oh, oh, so we are good. living contradictions, aren't we? We re we we really are. Um, I wonder how much money it made. I want to know how much oh, money it made. Oh. Mario Kart on tour revenue. 2021. Let's have a look. Uh, released in from Mario Kart Tour, surpassing 200 million downloads and 200 million for revenue. 200 million. It, yep. it surpassed 200 million dollars for revenue in April 2021. Not surprised. Wow. Yeah. That's a lot of money. Mario Kart Tour approaching 300 million dollars in revenue by the 20 by the 6th of September 2022. Far out, mate. That's mental. Really, that's is. absolutely mental. Um, White monkey, thank you so much for that uh, that Twitch sub as well. Subbing with Twitch Prime there. So don't, mate, did you know that monkey. if you've got Amazon Prime, mm. you get a free Twitch Prime subscription? Yes, I do know that. I do know that, and I appreciate that. And we would love mm -hmm. them. Send them over. Um, hey, just quickly, I did, by the way, put on. Our Patreon tonight, I sent a message out to our dear friends um, saying hello. And if you have any questions, uh, we are more than happy to answer questions for our patrons. Ooh. All right. Now, White Monkey did drop a question in. Ooh. And he said, what unannounced game are you hoping to be announced soon? I guess a specific original IP is hard to hope for. So is there a sequel or is there a remake, etc., etc.? I I'm not sure this one counts because it has been announced, but we haven't heard from it for a long time. Okay. And that's Metroid Prime Four. Yes. Okay. Yeah. 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 Because we we know it's well. Well, we hope it's still coming. They haven't said it's not, but it did get to a point where they weren't happy with development. They basically scrapped everything yes. and went back to the drawing board. So, um, I I would be happy to see that, but that one has been announced. Um, if we're talking older, old, like, I think I think you'd probably have to go with older franchises because there's no no way that you could you could try and predict. If we're t if we're I talking remakes, remasters, sequels, yes, and I think you've got to go back a ways as well. I have one, and I love this game, and I really kept hoping it would get a sequel or at least a spiritual successor, and that Star Wars Republic Commando. Did you ever play that? No. Can you bring it up? Yeah. Can we so, have a look? So it was a with your um, new fandangled wireless keyboard I there. Know. Oh, let, let's have a look. But uh, I absolutely love the game. It was a squad shooter um, where you took control of a, a squad of clone commandos, and um, it had three campaigns in it, and it ended on a bit of a cliffhanger. 
and it got sorted a little bit in the books, but never, never, uh, never got really a satisfactory conclusion. But it was such a fun game, um, and I would love to see a sequel to it or a spiritual successor. Um, so it has had some uh, some remakes and remasters over the over the years. I'm hoping. Uh, I'm just going to skip ahead in the video a bit so you can see some, some gameplay. But I, I had a ball playing this as, as a kid. I, had it, I played it on PC, um, but it got released on um, Xbox as well at the time. I'm not sure if PlayStation got when, it. When was it released? Oh, I want to say 2006. Because this has got uh, like early Halo vibes. Mm. It's got uh, GoldenEye vibes. Mm. Uh, like it's... Yeah. It's first-person shooter for that era, isn't it? Yeah, and one where it differed from other games was you had to use your squad. So if you're watching on twitch.tv slash GameOnOz right now, you would have seen, as a squad commander, you can send your squad to go do certain things. In this case, it was hacking a door. Yep. Or you can choose to breach a door as well, so the commandos take up positions at either side, the door blows open and they throw a grenade in, and then you go in and, and kill kill everything. And it's just... It was such a very well done game in and the way it implemented squad stuff. Oh, look at the splatter. Yeah, uh, yeah. and then the, the, the wiper comes across the visor. And just, this is um, completely off, off topic, but I was very excited because um, I saw on Twitter today that one of the characters from this game, Scorch, is going to be in the Bad Batch. Wow. Okay. Um, so it's a, they're they're a little bit different in the characters, but it was a clone commando called Scorch that was going to be in in the show. Uh, just on that, have we got a fresh Mandalorian tonight? I think we do. Yeah, Wednesday second, night. Uh, yeah, second episode of that tonight. Unreal. Yeah. Um, so uh, hello, DJ Drifter. Uh, White monkeys. So GTA Six cops are mentioned right in our Twitch chat right now, mm. and uh, yes, I'm I'm. You know, I think we're all holding out for GTA 6. I think that's one of those where, like, anybody anywhere tossing this question around, like, GTA 6 is an easy one to land on. It's almost mm. such an easy one to land on that it's a don't even worry about mentioning it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, that, we all know that we want Grand Theft Auto 6. Um, <laughs> I just don't know if it'll ever come because they're just making too much money out of Grand Theft Auto 5. But it's been announced, hasn't it? Ah, uh, no, or at least they've, has they've, it? They've, oh, we I always get a, we always get a. It's been announced, and then you go and read the story, and it's like, it's always a bit of a red herring. Uh, you know what I mean? Like it's been announced, but it hasn't officially been announced. Or Rockstar's saying they're working on it. Sure, I'm sure they've been working on it for years, right? But anyway, we'll see. Um. I, uh, there's, there's a, God, I haven't even thought about this game for ages, but it does pop up in the back of my mind. A Nintendo Entertainment System game that I played to, to within an inch of its life, um, so long ago. And there's so many that I could choose from, but it's called Wizards and Warriors 3. So if you could, if you could do me a favour, and if there's anybody in chat who's old enough to remember Wizards and Warriors Three, uh, I don't know what it was about this game, man. I like I was just, I was just enthralled. I think it was because it, there were just so many different things in this game to go and explore, and discover. Uh, yeah, there you go. Visions of power, Kuros, visions of power, and you were the knight. You were the mage. You were the thief. Uh, I just, I, I just fell in love with it. Um, we would go to the video store, and I would always ask to be able to get this game. Um, there were just so many different elements to it, so many different things to go and find, so many different things to. It was probably one of the very first early. Uh, examples of a game for me where I had I had build up you know what mm. I mean like you, yeah. you had build up through the game where it wasn't just you started the level and then you finished the level and then you started the level and you finished the level you started the level and finished the level the, the game was just ve was very much an open world in a sense kind of game even though what you're seeing on the screen right now is 2D side scroller to a degree but the way that they opened the world up is that they built it up 
right? So it's, it's like platformer, side-scroller, uh, it's a bit Castlevania, um, it's just, just different quietly, powers, just watching, different... Watching this reminds me a lot of Zelda 2. Yes, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. so it's, it's got that sense, it's got that style. Um, Zelda 2 was very much of this kind of style of game. A lot of, the, a lot of these games from this generation were. Um, but yeah, there was just something about this game, even just watching it on the screen right now, um, gives me the warm fuzzies. There was just, I just felt like so much at the time to explore. Hit and run, Simpsons hit and run, yeah. White Monkey, yes. And Croc as well. Yeah, Croc. Do you remember, like, I do remember was, Croc. there was that early days of the PlayStation where they had, like, Gex the Gecko? Yes, and I do. And Croc, and yep. that's when Spyro was first Mate, coming out as well. Mate, if it was an animal, well. it was a game mm-hmm. on PlayStation. Back, back when people thought they had to have a mascot to sell consoles. Absolutely. And now, really, only Nintendo's the one that's got a mascot. Yeah, so uh, appreciate the, the question, White Monkey. Um, and to our other Patreons, hey, you get the opportunity to ask us questions and get you, yourself and your question featured on the podcast in the Goal Weekly Show on twitch.tv slash Game on Oz. Um, so good. There's White Monkey right now on the screen behind us. Yeah, little ripper. Uh, let's see. It is... 7.30. We've been banging on for, what, half an hour or so? I think so. I yeah. think it might be time to play a game. Can we play some games? I think so. Let's so some b- games. B- before we uh, jump into Metroid Prime, yep. um, I do want to ask you, Have so you were talking about playing this. You played this on the GameCube? I played it on the GameCube. Because I remember... Uh, thank you, White Monkey. Appreciate that. <laughs> Keep up the top work, gents, he said. Um, Metroid Prime... Uh, I got it the day that it came out. Mm-hmm. I, I remember going to EB Games. I, I had it on pre-order. Um, and uh, me and my mate Eric, Eric Breeden, a good friend of mine, um, we were both Nintendo tragics and we both got the game and we both smashed the game and played the game and every day we would spend all of our lunchtime and recess talking about the game. And mm-hmm. uh, There was just so much to it. There was so much to explore. There was obviously the, the build-up through the game of progressively upgrading Samus's suit and all of that sort of stuff and the puzzles and the way that they use Samus's different powers to progress through levels. Just a, a very well-built game, deserving of the 10 out of 10s that it got throughout those years. I must admit, I didn't play this on the GameCube when I got it. The, I, the only bit that I played was, do you remember when the GameCube came out and it had the demo discs? Yes, in, I do. In the shop? And they were like those time-limited ones. Yep. I, I must have played through that intro mission on that space station like a hundred times. Oh, man. Yeah. And, and that's just how I played it. And I must admit, going back, because I played almost two hours of this the other night, and I had so much fun with it. But I also think, for me, my tastes in games have matured. Like, I can see how younger me wouldn't have liked all the scanning that you had to do in this. Yep. Have, uh, to me, I would have gone, you've given me a gun, I want to shoot things, let me shoot things. But it made sense at the time. Yeah. Like, it, like it did, honestly. And I, like I wasn't ever a huge fan. Like I was saying, it was, it was Metroid Prime that turned me into a fan of Metroid games. Mm. You know, not, not the other way around where I was you know, a Metroid fan for years and, oh God, a, a new Metroid Prime game's come out. I've got to play this game, new Metroid game. Mm-hmm. Um, this turned me into a fan of the, the series. Awesome. Uh, well, can we dive in? in? Yeah, let's All right, in. so we're up on the screen. Are we going to dive on in? Uh, Straight Jacket Jai. Yeah, because Nintendo won't let you have that extra character. In gutted. Absolutely gutted. Um, so if you're watching this right now on twitch.tv slash Game on Oz, uh, by all means, you know, feel free to commentate, uh, feel mm-hmm. free to ask questions, all of that sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, see, all of this, all of the opening sequence that we're watching right now, this is just, this is just bringing back so many memories. Because you, you got to understand, like, so this was early GameCube. GameCube is the, the system that came out right after the Nintendo 64. And 2001 then in, or 2002? Uh, yeah, I, I honestly, off the top of my head, couldn't tell you, but it was around that ilk. Mm-hmm. Um, it had to have been one of those years because, like I said, me and my mate Eric were still at school. Uh, and the graphics that you're seeing on the screen right now were a huge jump from Nintendo 64. Nintendo 64 was so full of polygons, mm-hmm. as we all know. But yet, Nintendo 64 was such a huge jump from the SNES, right? Oh, yeah. To see Mario in Super Mario 64 running around in 3D was mind-blowing. Mm-hmm. 
But um, then to come across, get the GameCube. The other thing as well was the GameCube was the first time that Nintendo ever adopted discs. Mm. And so all uh, of a sudden, audio fidelity went right up. Everything. Yeah. Everything shot through the roof. Uh, so we're going to play... Um, so you've already sort of yeah. kicked into gear. Yeah. Completion times 11%. I'll kick it off from uh, the Talent Overworld. I'll kick it off from this safe slot. Right. We'll go from there. Feel free, you can put the headphones on. Because one of the things I was very impressed about when I was playing was the music. The music was just so good. It's loading. That's, you're just get, getting practice in right now. Getting practice in, yeah. guys. Oh, and the, um, the twin stick controls for the remaster are so good. Yeah, because I did pull out my GameCube. Mm. Oh, God, it was going back a ways because I've still got my original trilogy. Mm. And I was using the C stick because on the GameCube controls was the C stick, not the C buttons. And um, it, it it didn't feel very good. Like it, it actually, honestly, didn't feel very good. Um, already can see the difference in the graphics. It is a very beautiful game for being a Switch game. Yeah, it's very very good looking. Uh, and what I'll be looking for here is how do how does the Nintendo Switch treat? Um, sort of the frame rate, uh, is it laggy, can it keep up, because obviously it, it shouldn't have to work too hard because this is a GameCube game, but it is a GameCube game that has been remastered, because this looks delightfully so much better than what the original on uh, GameCube So the trigger did. button can, can shoot, um, and the, the top shoulder button will fire your missiles. Um, and Y button will turn you into a morph ball. Okay, so we're already there. Yeah, I haven't. I've got um, bombs as well. So. Yeah. See, all of these little things, right? Yeah. Um, remaster, not remake. And you're right. Looks looks incredible. Mm. Um, I think the only thing they've done gameplay-wise to change it up is. I've changed the controls a little bit, but as, as far as far as the game goes, I'm pretty sure it's a, a very accurate remake. And the like the bosses, the bosses were good. The bosses were good bosses. It's like very, enjoyable bosses to fight. It's very much more a puzzle game, and that's why, like, like I said earlier, that I think that younger me didn't want that out of my my shooter game, my pew pew game. I wanted to be able to find, um, yeah, I wanted just to shoot the things. See, what you're seeing right now, we've just come out into an open area. Uh, there's a totem in the middle. There's a heap of stones around. They're starting to glow. Uh, this is the stuff that really blew me away as a kid. Um, that got me really excited because I was looking at this stuff going, oh my God, these are new lands. This is exciting. What is it that I'm looking at here? This is history. What do I do? Uh, all that sort of stuff. So if you want to bring up your visor as well, hit right on the D-pad. Here we go. So for the, um, on this, oh, I'm trying to remember. Sorry, which button do you press? I think it's A. We'll once. figure it out. Why? No. Um, so I've got the visor up oh, and maybe I'm, it's I'm looking trigger. to scan. No, there it is. Okay, so it's left trigger. Okay. Translating Chozo runes on totem service. So if, if you if you hold down while still scanning, you can press A and it'll actually go through what it all says. But for those um, playing along at home, so I've cleared out the first. Well, I've done the little tutorial bit, and I've done the first area. I've killed the first boss, and so that's when this bit opens up, and you find that there's something hidden beneath the surface that the space pirates are trying to free. Um, and the Chozo, who are the, the people that gave Samus her suit, um, have locked it away and they're, they're trying to work out how to, how to protect it. And there's this prophecy that someone, an armoured somebody, will come and save the day. So, surprise, we're here. We're here. <laughs> you were the Chozo mm -hmm. one. Exactly. It's a Star Wars joke, guys. It's a Star Wars joke. Mm. But it is, it's... Uh, is there anything up here? There's nothing up here. Um, you can also hit the plus button and bring up the full map, and so you can can scan through where you right, want to go. I will say there's. Um, so it looks like I, I need to go here. 
this is where I want to go. Mm. So if I progress down through here and then go left, up all the way. So that, the that big area is the big open area where yeah. your ship is. Okay. Yeah. Let's go back. I mean, I, the other thing that I remember about this game is just how big it was, or at least how big it felt for its time. Mm. You know, you look at that, Chozo Ruins, there's all of those. We're, we're in one hexagon uh, of that map that you just saw on the screen, and there are a shit ton of hexagons, and that make makes up one sort of area. And then there's a heap of those areas. Oh, yeah. So the... The driving force of this game is you need to get 12 artifacts. So I've gotten one so far. So right. there's a heap more other areas to open up. And we've only really, I've only opened up two. That's what those hexagonal, different colored hexagonal areas. Oh, one thing that I really liked, hold, uh, hold down your charge button. Because if you hold, if you charge, it draws the power-ups to you. Yes, yes it does. That was yep. really, really cool. I did like that. Then they come. Yeah, it is. All charged up. Alright, so we're going to go left here. So we're at Samus's ship in the open area. We're going to go left here. Yeah. Uh, I'm feeling something. I'm feeling something rock. So White Monkey says, speaking of first first boss, anyone played Woolong? Apparently the first boss is ridiculous. It'd take a couple of hours to defeat. Just what you have said there have made me not want to play that game. Should we play Wolong? We should play Wolong next week. You can. I'm, uh, I'm quite happily not do that. Why not? Because, like, okay. There are certain games that I will play and happily bash my head against. Like, I've played my fair share of Super Mario World ROM hacks, which I would get ridiculously hard and sit there trying to do the same thing over and over again to get past a, a certain area, a bit a certain trick. Um, but the idea, stuff like Souls-like games, where that's the reason I gave up on Tunic in the end, because just the boss was just so hard for me, and I just went, you know what, I cannot be bothered spending my time doing this. I've, I froth Souls games. I, I just absolutely froth them. I, I love the challenge. I don't feel like I get enough of a challenge out of games uh, anymore. That's why I, look, I like Bullet Hells. So this is what I mean about this game, right? So I'm just quickly, just going to quickly go back to um, uh, us playing this this game, Metroid Prime Remastered. And this is what I love about this in particular, right? That it wasn't just a long game in terms of distance you could cover, but the height as well. You know, you're up on platforms, you're discovering new areas that are all over the place. It just it just felt like, particularly for its time, which was early double O's. It just felt like it kept going and going and going and going. Um, there is a targeting system in here as well. I think it's left trigger and it will lock on. Or you can just eyeball it. Just eyeball it. Just eyeball it, guys. Who, who needs that? Have we killed that thing yet? We killed it. And I, I do, I do love like. Um, All right, so no, that takes uh, rockets. So you, can, you can, you can get in there. I can. Do yes. I? Have, I do have rockets. All yes. right. So right shoulder. Yeah. Fantastic. Um, but I, I've come to appreciate that about the Metroid games, and like it's got it's for, with Castlevania, it's formed a whole genre of Metroidvania games, and I do absolutely love that feeling of exploring and working out, oh, you can't, you can't get there, that's okay, let's go back. And then you get something and all, all of a sudden you can get there. And, and just that exploration and the, the getting of the, the new weapons and new abilities, it just absolutely blows my mind. And I just love it so much. Shit, 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 shit. Shit, shit, shit. Shit, 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 shit. So drop the bombs. Drop those the bombs. along at home. Pete, shit, shit, shit. Pete has decided to forego his um, arm blaster and is using morph ball bombs to kill some enemies. I just want a morph ball. I want to morph ball everything. I'm morph balling it. This is how I want to live my life. Just in a ball. You know that. So Metroid Dread was my first Metroid game, and I love that one. And I've seen a few speed Metroid runs Dread was your first. Yeah. Uh, good night, Drifter. Um, but what was 
fun. Like I've watched speed runs and stuff like that, and they get those tricks where, with the morph ball, you lay a bomb, wait a bit, lay another bomb. The first bomb will launch you in the air, and you yep. can lay a bomb in the air, and then the second bomb will launch will you, launch you up, yeah. and then the third bomb will explode and send you even higher. I actually use that trick to uh, um, to get into an area. I'm not sure if I was supposed to get in there or if it wanted me to do that, but uh, yeah, I, I, I did it and I felt really good with myself because to me that was a speedrunning trick. Yeah, but that was like, that, that was classic um, uh, Metroid Dread, right? Yeah. Like there was, there was shit happening in Metroid Dread where it didn't even feel like it should be a secret area mm. and it turned into a secret area. Yeah. And the, the, best, the best part I found about Metroid Dread was when you completed the game and when you went through and you started doing the um, the really difficult tiered secrets mm. where you had to just time your shit oh, so incredibly yeah. well. Uh, so, now uh, this here. Ma ma this. Maybe you should try scanning that. Maybe I should try scanning that. That is a great idea. I'm scanning it. Access to Magma Caverns. Please step into the hologram. Mickey Sandy. W says, Super Metroid is peak Metroid. No arguments accepted. Thank you. Hey, what's up, Mickey Dub? Yeah, I, I, uh, peak Metroid for its time. I, I can't, I can't agree with you, Mickey Dub, and we love a good conversation. We love good chat and discussion and discourse here at Gamma Australia, so it is okay to disagree. Um, yeah, I can't, I can't exactly agree with that. I think Super Metroid was peak Metroid for its time. I just feel like we've had so many better Metroids since. Metroids that have taken advantage of really exploring Metroid, Metroidvania, um, the use of Samus's weaponry, uh, giving Samus extra weapons, creating puzzles built around those weapons. Uh, yeah. Oh, fuck, shit. Shit, fuck. Yeah, no, those things, fuck, shit, those fuck. things hurt, Pete. Although you've also said no arguments accepted, so <laughs> uh, fair enough. Kill it. Kill it with fire. I yes. think I think it is fire. I think it likes fire. Pete. It likes fire. During it likes fire. That yeah. dragon thing that we just shot. God, the fire dropping down from the ceiling to block your way is a classic game thing, isn't it? It really is. Oh yeah. Makes you feel right at home. Oh, here we go. Oh, the dragon's back. That's what she said. You know, it's it's funny because. Metroid being the exploratory game it was, it is possible to get, to miss things. And when I was playing it last night, or the other, or the, over the weekend, I, um, I got to the first boss. And I'm sitting there, it's got, it's like this plant boss, it's got mirrors that shine on it, you've got to shoot the mirrors out of the way. Um, and that was, that was great, except I'd miss getting the, the beam charge. Oh so yeah! <laughs> so I'm sitting there trying to like button mash and get, the, get this freaking these mirrors down. And I go, okay, so and it got to three and I think I died. And I'm going, there are four mirrors around there. I don't know how I'm going to get four mirrors. And then I went away and explored a bit and went, oh, I've got a charge beam now. And you can just get rid of the mirrors in one shot. I've got a charge beam now. <laughs> so this is, and so like, now I know from having played this game, some things are coming back to me. See those there? Mm. Those are hooks. So yeah. eventually you get your beam. You get your yeah. hook beam, right? Um, but you don't know that at the time when you're playing this game for the first time. And so you fuck around a little bit and you find out. And then you find out that, oh, hang on a sec, I'm going to go here. So Mickey W has come back and said, I played Super Metroid first in 2019 and then Prime in 2021 and Dread in 22. And Super, Super is the best, it transcends age. Yeah, okay. I, well, I... Fuck, 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 Let's try that again, guys. Hopefully with less fucks. Less fucks given, please. Less fucks given? Yep. Just a few? Yep. Okay. So, okay, in that case, Mickey Dub, I feel differently, but I accept your argument on the pretense that you have done your homework. And I like that. 
I agree with you, White Monkey. I do not think lava is good for you. I don't know that. Have you ever tried lava? Well, I have seen what lava does to things that are not me. Yeah. And I can only imagine that if I was those things that lava was doing things to, that bad things would happen. I just got a missile expansion. Hey, hey. My capacity's increased. Oh, fuck shit. No, it's okay. I reckon you could go down there and fall off that ledge. And they just... Whoop. No, fuck off. I don't know, but I wanted to eat me. Can I kill it? I don't think I can no, kill it. I don't it. think you can kill it either. Oh, I reckon I know how to kill it. Watch. Let it grab me. Yeah. <laughs> hey! Oh, you make it there we go. Balls. So you turn it into a you turn it into your ball, your morph ball, and then you make it eat you. You were just so then, happy that you can kill something like that after you trying to kill those enemies before. Certainly bloody can. Uh, so I'm just going to shoot these boxes over here. I'm going to pick up some of this material. There's a cave down that way, but there's also a hole here. So I'm going to morph ball it, and I'm going to use my bombs to kick up into that hole, and then we're just going to go on this path. And again, this is what I fucking frothed about this game, because there were so many of these crazy little tunnels and shit, and all it did was put me back to square one, you motherfucker. <laughs> Uh, Mickey Dubs, we are in a place that's even better than Melbourne or Sydney, and that is oh, Perth. Don't say that. He, he, I would say might, it. But he might be Melbourne or Sydney. And? I mean, well, I want him to hang around and buy a Patreon. Well, I was about to say, you know, I, I can't, can't hide him from the truth, you know. Yeah, no, no, okay, fair enough. <laughs> uh, yeah, Mickey Dubs, we're Perth-based, baby. We're coming to you from Western Australia. Uh, Alright, so I'm going to go that way and not going to go that way. What are we looking at? What's the time call? It is 10 to 8. I'm enjoying this so much. I know. I had that problem. It was Monday night I played it. So in WA we had a public holiday on, on Monday night. On Monday. And it got to maybe about 7 or 8 and I went, I really should have an early night. But I kind of want to play it. So I thought I'd play it for about an hour and whatnot. And I just kept playing and playing, and it got later and later. And I, when I really should have gone to bed, I was still playing video games. Yeah, so what? The struggle was real on, on Tuesday. Shit, I'm gonna get cooked. There it is. Oh no. Bzz. Continue from last save. I think the, the, uh, last, the last save's all the way back in. How's uh... White Monkey? WA is barely better than Tasmania. If you want a Patreon, mate. I'm gonna put the controller down. <laughs> Um, but that is a cracking remaster. It, re it really is. Thank it, you to Aussie Broadband for our bloody good game of the week, yes. which is Metroid Prime. Um, it, is, it is a cracking remaster because it gives me everything. It gives me everything as a fan, as a guy who played this game just so, so much as a, as a kid. Um, and it doesn't detract from any of that. All it does is give me a 2023 version of it, and I'm so King happy about that. That's great. Uh, Mickey W says Perth's even better. I approve of their big a big hole in the ground and become a millionaire way of life. Dig a big, big hole big in the one. ground. Yep. Mm. If yeah. only that was us. That's the thing, man. <laughs> uh, you see, here in WA, it's only a certain few people who get to dig giant holes in the ground and become uh, incredibly rich, unfortunately. The rest of us have to try and dig our way through Twitch. However, if, you know, Gina Reinhardt or Twiggy Forrest is watching this, you know, we'll quite happily take sponsorships. What we should do is we should, we should make a, like a top tier Patreon that's worth a million and it's only Gina or Twiggy tier. <laughs> mining just, magnate tier. Yeah, mining magnate tier. <laughs> If you're a mining magnate, then you get to purchase this tier and that's it. A million, imagine that. Imagine having a million dollar Patreon. Oh my God. And somebody so was like, here, go have that. Uh, it'd be pretty good. Uh, make sure we wrap it up. I think so. I think that's been a really good night. Had some good fun. I've been very glad to see Metro Prime some more. I'm, I'm just, like you say, it's just so much fun. Yep. It's so good. Thank you so much to our, our lovely Patreons. Yes, so that's Star... Uh, if you are a Patreon, you become part of our live studio audience. Um, so that's Star. Uh, that'll flick through, but I can get through them faster. Mm. Drifter. Oh, there we go. Right on time. Drifter, Drifter. thank you. 
Uh, we've also got um, Firestorm, thank White you, Firestorm, Monkey. White Monkey, mm -hmm. uh, and now Simi and Gamma as well. So exactly. half a dozen Patreons, mate, in a week's pretty bloody That's good. Pretty That's bloody a good. Patreon a day. And, and all in a draw for the monthly prize, yes. which this month is? Is the Elite Trainer Box, the Crown Zenith Elite Trainer Box, if you don't mind. It features 10 Pokemon TCG Crown Zenith Booster Packs, one etched foil promo card featuring Lucario V-Star, 65 card sleeves featuring Lucario, 45 Pokemon TCG Energy Cards, a player's guide to the Crown Zenith expansion, six damage counter dice, one competition legal coin flip die, two acrylic condition markers, one acrylic V-Star marker, a collection box to hold everything, a collection box to hold everything. Ooh. With four dividers to keep it organized and a code card for Pokemon Trading Card Game live. And it could be yours if you are a Patreon. Every month we will have a brand new giveaway. This is for the month of March. Mm -hmm. Exclamation mark support in chat if you would like to get that link if you're in Twitch chat right now. But I think, yeah, I think that's it for us for tonight. Yes, it is. Thank you so much. Uh, thanks for joining us. Have yourself a great weekend in games. Oh, you know what? I'm mm -hmm. going to do it because it just feels... Was just all this sort of naturally coming on. Um, have a great weekend in gaming, and as we always say, game on! Don't forget to save. Oh, don't forget to save. Wrong one. I knew it yeah, was. No, that's okay. It was one of those. It's been a long time. It's been it's been a long time. It's a little bit rusty, right? Um, yes. No, it's fine. We'll we'll get better at it. We'll get better at it. Um, good night, everybody. Thanks for joining us. Bye. See you later. Bye.